How's it going, everybody? Well, we're here, back in San Diego, in traffic. Um, some crazy events the past couple days. First day back, on the way home from work, stuck in traffic. Uh, some road witness a road rage incident. Uh, elderly Asian man chased down his motorcycle, cut him off, caused him to hit the curb. Dude went flying. Had to stop and give you know first aid to this guy. Uh, and then that same night, my home gets burglarized by some thieves on a on a burglary burglary run right now here in Chula Vista. They've hit like 20-something different homes. And they hit all the homes in a row in my area. Uh, luckily, they didn't get anything from me. I got them on video, you know, audio at least. They're standing right under the camera. Um, but, uh, you know, these idiots left behind a shit ton of evidence. So it's only a matter of time. Uh, but anyway, you know, just checking in. Just, um... The podcast is still being recorded, you know, I'm recording episodes, and I haven't posted any yet, I'll be posting this one, um, just, just trying to work out this Anchor app, cause it's, it's hard to edit, you know, like, there's some things, there's some fine tuning that they need to do for sure, um, but the ability for this platform to just, you just record, you can add co-hosts now, you can have, met. I mean, this is exactly what people need, um, and I'm glad I found this, and, you know, I'll be posting the series, hopefully by the end of the week, I'll get a couple episodes out, um, just so people have some things that they can just listen through, rather than wait for another episode and lose interest on me, you know, um, but, uh, what I was going to talk about today was, uh, Mr. West, Mr. Con Yeezus West, uh, listening to that TMZ, well, first I watched the Charlemagne, uh, interview, which, like, cinematography-wise, it was fantastically filmed and, and, and produced, like, they nailed the, the setting they wanted you to think in your mind, and, and try to visualize and become a part of from your seat in your home, um, I, I, it's, it sucks because it's, it's become a very, you know, you're either with us or you're against us kind of thing. And I understand where Kanye is coming from in the sense that, you know, yeah, he, he's a black man who has made a lot of white friends. You know, Jay-Z said it the best. It only gets wider the higher I go. And Kanye has ascended to where, wherever he looks everyone is white you know whether it be with you know the these French you know artist fashion people you know touring in Europe um, living in, in Calabasas or wherever they live that Tarzana um, you know being with a Kardashian his roots are in Chicago, they're with Rockefeller, they're with Freeway, and, and those guys, and State Property, and Dane Dash, and you don't see them anywhere in his circle, 
And I think he is so far gone from what made college dropout. But he's also evolving from that in a sense that he is trying to use... He's trying to use the platform that he's gained when it comes to what white people think of him and where he is in white culture, European white culture, um, and trying put put towards that that capital towards helping the black community. Now, simply all he has to do is start opening schools and trade schools and things of that nature in Chicago. And he'll be fine. But instead, he is trying to put the solution off on someone who is not the color of the folks who are in trouble. And it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work in that fashion. Uh, you can't. You can't. It just doesn't work, man. You know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Never have and never will. Um, are there some good things white folk have done for the black community and the Hispanic community and what, however you want to call it? Yeah, of course they have. There have been some real good efforts. But at the end of the day, you got to take care of your own. And I think Kanye is like to kind of torn between the two because the black community is torn between the two. You know, you have a set, you have a, a half of the, you have a section of the black community who is completely unplugged who just go about their daily lives, daily business, and want to be left alone. Then you have another portion which are just unplugged from reality. These, you know, a lot of younger kids, older guys, who are who have gone down a different rabbit hole when it comes to, you know, gang culture and drug culture, uh, and drug dealing and and violence and and you know a lot of a lot of that stuff. It turns people off to trying to find a solution. You know, if you if you look inside a lot of these major black cities, the the value of a life is very, 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 very small. And it's really, really sad, man. You know, and then you have another half to continue. You have another half who is just purely quiet and trying to get educated, get the hell out of Dodge and move away from the hood, right? They want to turn away and never come back. And that's the part that I was in. You know, and then you have another portion which is trying to fix the ghetto, trying to fix the hood, trying to change the image of the hood, trying to bring jobs back, trying to put schools and build schools and do what President Obama is doing, Mr. West, and putting billions into Chicago by building education and safe centers. Okay? You know, the black community overall is fractured. Because we've been demonized and been subjugated and disenfranchised for for millennia. You know? So when you've gone... When you're, when you're born into a culture in which everything is counted against you. And that's just the natural way of doing things. You know, a lot of people, there are a lot of poor white people in this country too. Which is, it's almost actually worse. I'm sorry to say, it's worse to be poor and white in America than it is to be poor and black. Because if you're poor and black, 
there are like programs and outreaches and community leaders that are coming for you that are like in your, you know, trying, you can go to a Steve Harvey fucking summer camp, you know what I mean? Like, where's the Joel Osteen summer camp for poor white kids in a trailer park doing meth in fucking Montana? That shit don't exist. Those people are completely forgotten about. So having these perspectives, you know, all we have to do is look inward first. And then you can look outward and say, you can't tell me. You don't even take care of your own. You can't tell me. You don't even take care of your own. You know what I mean? Like, as as a culture, as a black culture, you know, I, I, I see what Kanye wants to do for the black culture. I do. For the black community. I see that. But the way he's going about it is all wrong. Completely wrong. You can't align yourself with someone whose entire life has been stepping on other people to get above, to get ahead. You can't. That's just, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You know... I have to be careful with my words because of the position that I hold. But, um, you know, I don't agree with anything Mr. Trump has done besides the Korean peace deal. Um, that is, that's a great thing. You know, the Korean War was 1951. That is a long time ago. Okay. And that needed to be done. That would that needs to that needs to push the world back from the edge. And that's a good thing. Because the funny part about Mr. Trump is that he's a Democrat, whether he wants to believe it or not. He may act like a Republican, but he's just a New Yorker. And New Yorkers are assholes. They are. They talk shit like they're the toughest people on the planet. They've been through some shit, you know? It's a big city. You gotta have thick skin there. You get eaten alive in New York. You know? So he's just honestly being an uptown Manhattan person. You know, he's not being like some down south Republican who 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 is literally making the laws change towards negative impacts on specific communities. And, you know, redlining communities with highways, keeping black folk in certain areas, you know, working with with companies to to build closer to white areas. You know, taking economics away from the black community and building prisons in Alabama and in Mississippi and in New Orleans and sending people to Angola, which is a is is literally a modern day slave plantation. You know, like that that is that is a Republican in the South. A modern day Republican, I should say. It's just frustrating, man. It is, you know. It's frustrating. But, you know, I really hope Kanye c- calms down. He needs to calm down on the record on the rhetoric, I should say. Because the case in point is that he he don't know what he's talking about, man. You know, the brother at TMZ put him in his place in a heartbeat. You know? 
Because we are disappointed, man. You can't make tracks like Power and Jesus Walks and spit from a a place that we have we haven't heard up until Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and Logic, you know, and a lot of these cerebral rappers. You were like the you were like not the first, but the first modern rapper to do it. You know, that actually made it big and turned it worldwide and had people talking about Illuminati in Africa and da, 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 and all these crazy all these crazy subjects, but you have people thinking. You have a generation of people who grew up on your music who are now listening to you and looking at you with your blonde hair and you're out of shape. You know, and you're dating a, a, a freaking alien. You know, the lizard people. You're dating the Kardashian. You know, you sold out, man, and that's how we feel. We feel like you sold out on us after making us invest in you and giving you millions of our, millions of our collective dollars to pay for your genius to make the Yeezys and make all this art, and what do you do? You spit in our face, man. You spit in our face by acting like a freaking crazy dude, going on TV talking about liposuction and you're this. Don't be a, a fucking basic bitch, dude, because you got a basic bitch mentality. You're just weak. You're just weak, man, and we don't need that from Kanye West. We need the Kanye West who goes on national TV and says, George Bush don't like black people, which is not true. If you ever seen him with Michelle Obama, that man would leave his wife in a heartbeat. But anyway, you, that's the Kanye we need. All right, we don't need this idiot all over the news saying all this crazy shit. And all you're doing is disenfranchising more folks, man. Because you represent us. You represent us. Okay? I'll tell you, Shannon Sharp said it the best. When I wake up in the morning, you can't tell that I'm a Christian. You can't tell that I love my mama. You can't tell that I drive a Benz or Ferrari. And, you know, he, he went on in this fashion. And he said, the only thing you know from the moment you meet me is that I am black. That is it. And automatic, automatically... You get your thoughts in a line and make assumptions about me and who I am and my stature, being a tall, dark-skinned black man, it's an automatic. You automatically assume that I am a certain way. And is that the truth? Is anyone afraid of Shannon Sharp? Because I'm not. You know, he's an inspiration to me. He reminds me of my uncle, who unfortunately was murdered. You know, Kanye is a lost soul, man. Right now, he's trying to turn the other cheek and come back. Because he's been gone for a while, man. We don't know where he's been. And every time he popped up, it was some straight madness, right? It was some straight, yo, what is going on here? You know, and telling people I'm a god, and I, I don't know if that Michael Blackson stuff was real or not. I think I, the way the videos look were pretty convincing. My, Michael Blackson's face is like, Kanye's on the phone? Like, that shit, you know, was crazy, man. Like, 
I'll build a wall around LB. You can't disrespect Snoop. You know how many people will ride for Snoop off, just off GP, bro. You know how people will ride for Snoop just off GP, bro. You can't be talking wild about Snoop. You crazy? It's a reason he ain't never been to fucking prison. It's a reason people ain't never beef with him. It's a reason, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna put the man out there, but there's a fucking reason. You gotta real recognize real. And you can't be out here talking reckless about the OG for rap right now. The OG for rap. Who's on mainstream nonstop. Who's evolved nonstop. Who's consistently, consistently stayed in the loop. Stayed in front. Led by example. You can't criticize people like that. Yeah, he made some mistakes in his marriage. Who hasn't? He's a successful black man. It's tons of women after his ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm a successful black man. I'm only 29. And I love my wife to death. And there are women... Just waiting to get it, just waiting to slide into that position. But I never would because I chose my wife and he chose his wife. Just like Kevin Hart chose his wife. J. Cole chose his wife. You chose Kim after all the shit she done done to people. It's just crazy to go on about this and even like have to have this conversation about someone who... I listened to the college dropout front to back like no other, man. Like like no other. That that album changed my life. And to see Kanye in this fashion today, it is it is utterly disappointing. It's appalling. You know, my man at TMZ, his words ring true and truth to power like no other. And Kanye, man, I doubt you'll ever hear this. I doubt anyone will ever listen to this until if I ever actually put this podcast in the front forefront of, of, of part of my day. But if you're going to try and help the black community, you need to talk to the black community. It's as simple as that, man. And there are more parts... There are more parts of the black community that are un- that are untethered than tethered. Our Afro-Latino brothers and sisters. Our Native American brothers and sisters. Our Afro-Central American brothers and sisters. You know, the Aborigines. The you know, black Asians. Like the you know, we have we have a cultural We have, a, man, I'm trying to, like, we have, we're, we're missing a very big part of our culture because of the distances between us and the length of time that is taken to recognize that we are all one. You know, we're not, you know, no, it's going to be tough going back to Africa and building those bonds because you've never met those people. But you'll see a Dominican man every day, a dark Dominican man who you think is black, and he starts talking Spanish, and you're like, yo, 
You see those people every day. We can go to the DR. We can go to Haiti. We can go to Ireland and Hispaniola and build that up. We can start there. We can go to Cuba and start there. We can go down into Mexico and, and talk about the stories of why are there African statues older than actual Indian, like Aztec and, you know, those, and those kind of statues. There are African statues in Mexico that predate those civilizations. And in Belize and in Peru and in Argentina and Brazil and all these countries that you would think, what the hell I got to do with black people? But in reality, it has everything to do with us. It has everything to do with us. It's a reason for us to get out of the hood, get out of these streets, get off these blocks, and go talk to people and go build. We don't need to wait on a white man or a white America or and not even a, a color thing. We don't need to wait on anybody to build our own culture. All we have to do is get out there, get on the phone, get on these DNA tests, Get on Ancestry, get on African Ancestry, 23andMe, whatever, and start building, man. Start building. Start connecting. Connect the dots. We don't need someone to tell us what our history is. When the stories are able to be told when the moment you walk up to someone's elder. You know, if you're doing an ans African Ancestry, it will, tell, it will damn near tell you what village in Africa you come from. Literally, you're able to get on a plane and go there and say, hey, listen, look, see this paper? Yeah, I've done my research and, you know, my ancestors are from here. And depending upon the state of the country, if it's safe, because Africa can be a dangerous place, learn, grow, evolve, bring it back, spread the knowledge, infect others with the idea of go home. Find your roots. The strongest tree in the forest is the one with the deepest roots. And I'm going to leave it there, man. You know, I really hope Kanye comes together, gets his shit together, and, and can do better, man. He can do better. Because there are a lot of answers out there. Shout the tip. I've been rocking with you since trap music. 20, you know, 24s has been on every gym playlist I've had since it dropped. Um, you know, shout to Tip, shout to Most, shout to all these guys that are actually on the front line, not making a mess on TMZ, but cleaning up their neighborhoods. And it's time that we start, we gotta, we gotta create our own network here, man. I think connection is the thing that's missing. We're allowing mainstream ideals to snuff us out. And that, that shit's got to stop, man. You know, I love this country. I, I love my neighbors. I love, you know, I love my, my white neighbors, my brown neighbors. You know, I'm down here in Diego. I got Mexican folk that I'm, I love these people, man. We got to start bridging those connections. Because you never know who you walk past. Y'all might be related and y'all look completely different. We got, we're, we're so keen on exploring. We've discovered everything this planet has to offer except the ocean floor. But we've never explored the human connection and discovered those lands and those mysteries and those histories and those answers. So I hope, you know, you guys get out there. Please get them DNA tests done. 
Don't be on social media listening to Kanye West, man. Let that man grow. Find some help. He's got people that are after him now trying to help him get his shit together. So maybe that message gets cleared up. But, you know, look for Vector90, you know, companies like that, Tips Movement. You know, my brother Ricky Vaughn is running for Senate in Baltimore. Young black man. I, I grew up with him. You know, solid, solid guy. You know, we got people in position making moves to change things for everybody and make this country a level playing field like it was supposed to be. You know, make this flag that I will freaking die for, give my life for, be equal for every person that I drive by on the street. Not just a select few who live on a hill. So with that peace, I'm no longer stuck in traffic, so I got to go. I'll holler at you guys.